Waffle pads or flat pads? Hi, I'm Ivan. And I'm Nick, awkwardly walking in with a very important item in my hand, the waffle pad. Now, the gold standard in our case, this is the DIY Detail Podcast, and this is the DIY Detail Polishing Pad. Yeah, it's the gold standard system. So we have a, a polish, right, and a pad. And a pad. Both are gold, both, both are the gold standard. But if you're sitting out there and you've never polished paint before, maybe you're a kind of weekend warrior, you might wonder, okay, there's so many pads out there. Like, I may have chosen one already, but if I haven't, or if I'm still into learning things, what is a waffle pad, what is a flat pad, and why did we choose a waffle pad? Well, why did we choose a waffle pad? First of all, user experience. If you have the same exact foam on the same exact machine with the same exact polish, same paint, and you use a waffle pad on one pass and a flat pad on the other pass, you'll take that flat pad and turn it into a Frisbee because the waffle pad has a lot less things going on that for the user experience, like I said, it just glides across the paint. It's easier to maneuver. It's softer under the touch. It doesn't feel grabby. A flat pad can feel really grabby and try to move the machine around. Whereas the waffle pad, it's not only moving the polish, but it's moving a bit of air. So it's not creating that heat under the pad. It's not making the paint rubbery and it's allowing itself to glide. Not only that, a waffle pad actually follows the contours of the paint much better. Yeah, and I wanna start you out in outer space somewhere where right. I have spent hundreds of hours polishing. I realize there's so many techniques and so many factors. Oh yeah. Every paint is different. Hand speed, pressure, machine, speed, rotary, dual action, waffle flat. The amount of variables will drive you crazy and the only way you get to hundreds of hours is through hundreds of hours. So right. we're here to help. And what I think is so genius about the way that you teach polishing especially in the realm of DIY is this pad keeps the paint cool. So can we just start there? Yeah. Why do we want this? Because I feel like cool paint is safe polishing and that is such an amazing goal. Right. We're talking about someone who may not have a lot of experience. So here's an easy thing to visualize. You take an ice cube and a marshmallow. Now you take a piece of sandpaper to the ice cube and you'll actually remove some ice. Take that same piece of sandpaper to a marshmallow, they'll just have a gooey mess. Heat, when polishing, does the same thing. If your paint is cool, and paint or clear coat today is basically just plastic. So if we heat up plastic, what happens? It gets soft and it melts. We're not trying to soften the paint by heating it. We're trying to polish it with the polish. And there's abrasives in the polish. And when you create heat, that abrasive, instead of cutting the paint, which is what we're wanting it to do, grabs and rolls in the paint. You're riding a bicycle, okay? You're riding your bicycle on asphalt. Everything's going well. You hit a patch of gravel, you're uh, flipping over the handlebars because all of a sudden the wheel stopped. That's what's happening. Your, your bicycle wheel or your abrasive on that soft paint is grabbing and not doing what it's supposed to do. So the less heat we create, the better polishing we do and actually the faster cutting we get. So it's safer. We've heard you explain it. It makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, why do waffles leave a superior finish? Because in the pro detailing space, I feel like we really got away from waffles and a lot of flat pads. If you don't even know what I'm talking about, okay, here's a waffle, 
flat pads are flat, right? Yeah, and, and just, there's so many variables. There's like some pads don't have a hole in the middle, some do, but right. why don't we see more waffle pads in the pro detailing space? Couple of reasons. First of all, marketing. A lot of the companies that are marketing polishing systems will market with a flat pad. And the reason they market with a flat pad is peer pressure. It used to be that everyone wanted a waffle pad. There was only one company that had a patent on waffle pads. And when that patent expired, it seems like every other company came out with a waffle pad. It's like, finally, we get to use a waffle pad. Yeah. And then those companies realized that Ugh, waffle pads really expensive to produce compared to a flat pad. Oh, so these are more expensive to produce. Oh, yes. You know, the other one is a, basically a flat sheet of foam. There's no real work involved in producing it. Flat piece of foam, put some Velcro on one side, cut it, cut it in a circle, and you're done. Waffle pad, as you can see, a little more work there. Now, the machine that makes these is actually really interesting. It's a flat piece of foam that goes in through rollers. And the rollers compress the foam, and there's a hot knife that cuts the foam. But since it's compressed between two rollers, the foam, uh, that hot knife is cutting flat, but when it comes out the other side, now because of that compression, so think of it this way, it's compressing it like this. So if you have flat foam and you're compressing like, the, like this, then you cut through the middle, you'll have a flat, but when you, when you stop compressing it, you'll get the fingers in it. That's what a waffle is. So it's a machine that's very expensive to produce and maintain. I was going to say, it sounds like a complicated machine. It is. And the more I learn about what happens in the background of the detailing space, how do we get a product to market, all the testing, all the places where R&D has to have, it, it's, that sounds expensive. It is. The other thing is, a lot of people still maintain that you must create heat when polishing. And that's a throwback to when I started polishing. When we were polishing on lacquer paints, heat was actually a good thing. But the paint technology has evolved dramatically, especially in the last 10 years. So we've gone from solvent-based paints and clear coats to water-based paints and clear coats. Manufacturers have realized that, hey, if we make the paint thinner, we save money. The car is lighter, we yep. save money. And so paint is getting thinner and thinner and thinner. And I think we had a podcast on that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's becoming thinner and there's a lot less room for error when it comes to putting a polishing pad on paint. So right. less aggressive, we promise you, is better. Right. The other aspect with the flat pad, like I mentioned in the intro, is user experience. That flat pad, first of all, doesn't contour itself to the paint. And I haven't seen many cars with perfectly flat panels. Not at the microscopic level, right? No. Or, or even just the general contour. Yeah. You know, I used to drive Volvos. They look like they're flat. Trust me, there's no flat area on a Volvo. Uh, a Jeep looks like a really straightforward, you know, vehicle to polish until you're a on A Jeep it. Wrangler, yeah. Yeah, and then you're like, why did I underestimate this so much? I yeah. don't even know how to describe it. Why is a Jeep Wrangler such a pain in the butt to polish? It looks so simple. Everything is flat. Yeah, I used to have, well, I've had three Wranglers over the years. They're not easy to clean, they're not easy to maintain, they're not fun to drive, but uh, to wash them, to polish them, eh, no, they're a lot of work. So a lot of kudos, to, kudos to you, Jeep the, owners. The fenders and anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, fender flares, but right. uh, I so, digress. So the flat pad, basically, uh, I wake up around three every morning just so I can hate flat pads a little longer every day. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually not surprised. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. If you, do you get up at three in the morning? No, I don't. Okay, that, yeah. that's early. It's just a saying. But that being said, flat pads, 
yes, they're extremely popular. They're everywhere. They're available. They're inexpensive to produce. They don't require special machinery. Well, special machinery making the pads, but it's not an over-the-top special machine. Therefore, it's more difficult to produce the waffle pad. So even the pad manufacturers are saying, are you sure you want a waffle pad? Wouldn't you prefer a nice flat pad? Even as we went about getting this pad. Yeah, exactly. Sourced. And we've talked about this before, but all of our chemicals, they are unique formulations, right? We're not relabeling anything, but yeah. there are only a few real big players in the foam space. So we go to them with an idea yeah. and they custom made this for us. Right. I mean, Ivan and I don't make foam in our garage. No, exactly. There's no foam maker no. in the DIY detail. No, these are made in Lake Country Manufacturing in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, so, great company, family-owned. Yep. Uh, they, you know, they are the leaders in the industry, and there's a reason they're the leaders. They make really great products, and yes, they made us a waffle pad. So, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you know, they knew that uh, I was somehow involved with this company even before. It was announced because, oh, you guys want a waffle pad. So how's Ivan doing? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, ex My own experience with this is I dropped the waffle and I actually, it came back to us. That must be a sign, Almost, yeah. like a boomerang. Um, I got away from waffles as, as, a, as a pro detailer day right. in and day out. And I got a Shine Mate polisher. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a beast of a polisher, man. That thing, it vibrates, but it cuts hard. And they had their own set of... Waffle, waffle pads. pads. And I was like, I haven't used a waffle pad since the days that I learned from Ivan how to polish paint. And I kind of got away from it because you're like the rebellious teenager, you know, yeah, yeah. you're raised on an Amish farm. Like you want to go out and live your life and do the things that you want to do. And what you were taught as a young kid, you need to rebel against that for a little bit. So maybe yeah. I'm, I'm back. Okay. Yeah. But you know, with shine made, I was like, why would this company have waffles, you know? And okay. Are they based out of another country? Maybe it's a, you know, different over there. And I tried their waffles and I really liked them, especially as I was finishing and I would, I would just kind of like course over the paint, just almost like gliding. Yeah. I felt like I was gliding. And for some reason, the waffles, as I was gliding, trying to get that showroom shine after a deep cut yeah. in the compound phase, this is the polishing, kind of the jeweling of the paint. I fell in love with waffles again. I'm like, I realize how little I know about what I don't know. I just know what works and what doesn't. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you're not surprised by that story. No, not at all. But uh, no, definitely, you know, waffle pads, they don't get a bad rap in the industry. They just, they're there and people tend to ignore them. But if you were to have two pads, identical foam, identical machine, identical polish, try them side by side, you'll never go back to a flat pad. I'm just amazed. You know, we were on single stage paint today, polishing an old Impala and it's like, I felt so safe. Yeah. With a waffle pad. And I feel so safe encouraging the DIYer to use a waffle pad again, because it keeps the paint cool. Exactly. And that's so critical because we just don't want you guys to get in any oopsies out there. Because when you get into an oopsie on a paint job and you, you on your car, yeah. clear coat or it just, it is sad and traumatic when that happens. Cause yeah. you know, then you're talking about a whoopsie that could cost thousands of bucks. Exactly. If you burn through clear coat, which what does that even happen when you burn through, what is that actually happening there? Well, you're actually cutting through, you're not burning, but basically you're taking off so much clear coat that now you're into the base coat. The only way to repair that is repaint the panel. Yeah. There's no way to polish that back. No, no, no. Once it's, it happens, you kind of look at it. You're like, Oh no. Yeah. Can I put a wax over that? Yeah. No. Can I put a coating over that? 
No. 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 So, but this is probably your own car that we're encouraging you to, you know, polish and not and not a customer. But you know, sometimes the weekend warrior turns into the the weekend warrior who makes a little money detailing cars. Yeah, so exactly. We've all been there. Um, what percentage of people out there would you say like to get into auto detailing products and take care of their own car and don't get seduced by the idea that they could do this as a side hustle? Like, what percentage would you say is out there? Oh, the vast majority. 95% yeah, of people. Yeah. But, you know, some people, it's like the neighbor is saying, hey, do you want to detail my car? I'll pay you for it. And that's how it starts. And this is how it's going. Yeah. Hashtag. Exactly. Um, I think it's a good place to end. I, I don't know that you're ever going to be done talking about waffle pads. Is there one final argument you could make as to why I should believe you that waffle pads are superior? Just try one. Try one. It's that simple. Yeah. The gold try standard it. polish and the gold standard. Pad. Yeah. And, you know, if you have any questions or if you feel, what's your favorite pad? Write it in the comments below. We read every one of your comments and we answer every one of your questions. Maybe we'll talk about pad cleaning in another video. We can. Yeah. We have a lot of podcast ideas. If you have one for us, let us know. The link to our entire podcast playlist is up above.